Welcome to the Real Hill Podcast, a ministry of Bunker Hill Christian Church in Bluff City, Tennessee. Our goal is to seek, serve, and grow to make disciples of Jesus Christ. Join us weekly for a behind-the-scenes look at what is going on at the Hill and how you can be a part of what God is doing. I'm your host, Sarah B. And I'm Grant Foster, lead minister here at Bunker Hill. And I really hope you will journey with us as we try to create a place where church comes home. Hey everyone, Sarah here. Just a couple of quick notes before we dive into today's interview. On behalf of all of us at BHCC, we wanted to thank you for joining with us during Missional March to support our ministry partners and missionaries from around the world. It's been truly a blessing to hear more from them, what they're doing locally, and again, across the globe to seek, serve, and grow disciples of Jesus Christ. So we're so grateful to them and their partnership and for you and your partnership through prayer and giving. So uh, that's something that we encourage you to keep up throughout the year. If you have any questions for us or how you can get involved, please do contact us. You can go to info at bunkerhillchristian.com with any questions. Also, if you're listening on Spotify, we're going to add a new feature, Q&A or poll question after the end of the episode. If you want to respond to that, we'd love to hear from you and get your feedback. So that's available right now on Spotify. So thank you again for your support. Uh, we do apologize today. There were a couple of audio issues on my end. Uh, we're looking for ways to improve the sound quality. Uh, so thanks for bearing with us in the meantime. All right, let's dive in. Well, welcome back, everyone, to the Real Hill podcast. If you joined us live or online yesterday, you know that we're wrapping up our Missional March series. So I like to think we saved the best for last with a local friend here. We have Brad Perry of FCA. We invited him on to tell you more about his background. And many of you actually know Brad. He is a Bunker Hillian, grew up in the church. So I am pleased to welcome Brad onto the show today. Thank you for having me. It's always uh, always a joy to be uh, home, Bunker Hill. Absolutely. Uh, great church and great people. Awesome. Well, I, I know a lot of us are familiar with uh, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, but I thought we could talk about, you know, how God called you to that ministry and a little bit more about, you know, specifically the population it reaches. Yeah, I have been volunteering with FCA uh, since I started in youth ministry. We worked a, a local church camp. We had a, a camp that was titled FCA. It wasn't official, but uh, we started the FCA at Mary Hughes Middle School when we were uh, doing youth ministry back in 98, 99. Um, and then uh, as I moved into senior ministry, kind of got away from it. Um, and we were, me and my wife were looking to just get back into the next generation culture. Uh, so we were going to volunteer. Um, my plan was to volunteer with FCA and start FCA wrestling. And I'm, I'm an old wrestling coach. Uh, we were going to do that statewide. We had the plan all together. We proposed it to the state director. Um, and he come back two weeks later and said, we're really not looking for sports specific ministry, but we would love to hire you uh, as an area director for King sport. Uh, so I really wasn't looking for a, a position change, but I really felt like that was something God had orchestrated and kind of intervened in that process. So, uh, after some prayer and consideration, we resigned at the church that I was serving and 
accepted that position with FCA. We've been on staff now for four years uh, with them. That's wonderful. And, and do you, are your children involved in FCA as well? Did they go through the program when they were in school? Uh, yes, both of them actually went to FCA in school, and both of them are still active. My daughter has served as a character coach for a local high school cheerleading team uh and my son is actually on staff with us at fca part-time he takes care of our middle schools wow uh so it's kind of a family affair yeah it's wonderful i think it really does when you have students in the program and athletes it really does affect the families as well and in a good way and i'm sure the parents are appreciating um that extra uh dose of jesus that <laughs> it can really help <laughs> through the high school experience and middle school as well that's awesome. So I really always like to talk about impact. I'm sure that over even over four years, I'm sure you've seen a lot of kids come through. And even with coaches, I, I liked yesterday you mentioned that um, you minister to and through the coaches. So I'd love to hear some stories about impact. Yeah, that's really our, our ministry philosophy now. I mean, years ago, FCA started as just providing camps. Uh, and you would have coaches and athletes come. But through the years, we just realized that if we can reach the coach, we can reach the team. Um, instead of one FCA guy being on campus, if we reach coaches, we have multiple. Um, so really from FCA Kingsport, we do a program called the five-star program. Um, and it's kind of the metrics that we measure success, whether or not we're doing a good job. Uh, and the first star is to have a coach's Bible study on a campus. Mm. Uh, so we're currently uh, actually doing four of those. We're getting ready to start another one um, on another campus. Um, and that's kind of our, our really our approach in, in our office, Kingsport, Sullivan County, is if we can get those coaches' Bible studies uh, active, then it opens up everything else that we want to do in that five-star program. Um, and, you know, going from not having any uh, in four years, now having five uh, is, is a huge step because it's, you're asking, you know, coaches and teachers to come to work 30 minutes early uh, and a lot of those coaches are staying two to three hours later than a normal teacher who's not coaching. Mm -hmm. um, so it is a commitment on their part. Um, and we don't just chit chat. We're really digging into the word. Um, so there's that, that commitment of, you know, I'm going to get ready. I know what we're talking about this week and I'm going to be prepared for a Bible study. Yeah. Uh, and now we've really seen that impact, not just our coaches of, I mean, we have coaches who've started coming to church who weren't coming to church. Uh, mm -hmm. We have coaches who are now bringing their teams um, to Impact Community Center for a retreat and bringing their entire team to church. Um, and we have an athletic director uh, this year that was non, non nominally involved uh, with FCA um, this year he purchased Bibles for every coach, um, uh, in his school. Wow. Um, so we've seen that impact. And then of course, when you have the impact with the coaches, the, the natural influence of a coach is going to impact the students. So we've seen, you know, athletes transformed athletes praying, um, before games that they never happen. Wow. Uh, even, even one instance where one team went over and prayed with the other team after the game. Wow. I would have loved to see that. Mm -hmm. 
That, that's powerful. Well, I think another thing with um, students and athletes in particular, a lot of the, I mean, I was an unathlete. I'll just be honest. I was a, a band geek, but I will say <laughs> that we all, I was a dork, but we all looked up to the athletes and, you know, adding this element of faith to it. I think that's so powerful for other students or, you know, cause a lot of the times if the athletes were the, could, could be bullies, you know, they could be the ones Absolutely. causing trouble. So kind of yeah. infusing um, from the top down leadership of the students and the student body. How awesome is that to be able to have, you know, good role models and not just uh, kids that are great at sports, but actually live, live good lives and um, are good leaders. So I'm sure you've probably seen an influx of that. Um, yes. As well, yeah, we so. have. And, and that's the, the whole idea is we're not kicking anybody out of uh, an FCA huddle because they're not an athlete, but our focus was, Hey, these, these athletes have influence. Mm -hmm. Uh, and FCA really started, you know, with professional athletes working, uh, downhill to college and high school, middle school athletes and just grew from there. Um, so we, you know, they, they still have influence. Mm -hmm. Um, so if we can win the influencer, um, we can, we can reach more people with the gospel. And now, have you had any, I am from Massachusetts, so you can only imagine, um, and there is FCA up there, but have you met any resistance trying to get into schools? And are there any um, bylaws or anything where you're not able to meet on campus? Or We've not, we've not run into any. Uh, our on-campus huddles are student-led. Uh, so, you know, in that sense, um, you know, we're not breaking any laws because it's student-led. Uh, we have coaches from the schools and, and staff and volunteers with FCA who kind of supervise that and they kind of head it up and where they're asked questions, they're allowed to answer those questions. Um, so, and, and of course here in East Tennessee, we live in the buckle of the Bible belt. Yes. <laughs> um, so, which is very nice. Uh, there's no better place to live. Um, so that gives us a little more freedom to be able to speak truth uh, into those conversations. That's great. Uh, so yeah. we haven't we haven't run in. Uh, if we run into a situation, we we tell our volunteers and I tell my staff, um, if we run into a situation where we can't speak truth, uh, then we want to be helpful. Mm -hmm. um, we don't. We're not just going to walk away mad because you tell us we can't give out Bibles. We're going to be helpful. And we're going to show the love of God. Um, even to people that may not believe in him. Yeah. Uh, and that's really why I was so drawn to it is, is it gives the opportunity for community missionaries to be active. Absolutely. You know, the statistics, we still have a lot of non-believers, even in the buckle of the Bible belt. <laughs> uh, so we need, we need community missionaries out there. And one of our staff members said that FCA is the best, last hope to mm. keep God in the public school system. Wow. And what I love you said yesterday too, you know, cause we did save um, your organization for last. And I think the reason we did it that way is because we maybe won't be able to go overseas. We may not have the funds to be able to do that, but we all can be missionaries here locally. And the mission is, is sharing the gospel. So it doesn't have to be some outlandish faraway place. Um, and so I love that the other thing you said yesterday that really struck a chord is we talk about things that we love and enjoy openly. So if we love the gospel and we love God, that should be something that we can naturally bring up. And it doesn't have to be a, 
a stress, you know, we can just bring it up in natural conversation. And I think what you guys are doing with prayer and Bible studies, it's helping those students to be able to talk about it naturally in their everyday lives. And uh, I think that was a big takeaway. That's our hope. And we even, we even give out some practical tools to help. We have uh, a program called the four, which is a very simple way to share the gospel. And we have uh, bracelets that have four symbols on it that helps students walk through sharing the gospel that God loves you, sin separates you from him, uh, his sacrifice on the cross reconciles that broken relationship and a question mark to say, okay, you know that now, what do you want to do with it? Wow. Uh, how do you want to respond to it? Uh, you know, we have uh, books and workshops and classes that really, instead of just, we've moved from just a, a sharing mission to a discipling mission where we want to, we want to engage students with the gospel. We want to equip them with the knowledge, information and resources they need. And then we want to empower them to go be community missionaries as well. Wow. And, and that's why I think the impact just keeps going. It's exponential when you do that. And the discipleship yes. is so important. You know, a lot of, uh, I always remember my dad saying growing up, you know, uh, becoming a Christian isn't just fire insurance. You know, you're not just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> praying the prayer to accept help, but it's actually discipleship is super important. That's one of the themes we've seen this month through the different missionary organizations is that discipleship, especially in this society with all the noise and all the, everyone's on to the next thing in 15 minutes. So discipleship is so important to kind of drive it home and, and make it real and make it a habit. Um, so that is just such a blessing. Well, how can we pray for you all? Is there anything currently that's a, um, that we can pray for specifically? And also how can we support you financially? We are getting ready to move into camp season. Uh, so that is a huge season for us. Uh, our office in Kingsport, Sullivan County is really one of the very few, if not the only that can do uh, local camps within our own facility. Uh, so we will be doing uh, nine camps wow. uh, this summer, and we'll also have a team retreat where a coach can bring his team in for the weekend uh, once a month. Uh, so really the prayer is that God moves through those camps, that kids clearly hear the gospel in a way that's relevant, they understand it, and that the Holy Spirit moves in their lives and they decide to accept uh, Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. I mean, I I think that's the prayer changes things. Mm -hmm. It moves things. It impacts people. And I think that's, uh, we obviously need financial support. Every missionary does. Uh, volunteering because we are local is always helpful. But uh, if we don't have the power of the Holy Spirit behind those things, then we're really working in vain. Mm -hmm. uh, so praying uh, specifically for this camp season, uh, we're getting ready to, uh, realign some things and add some new staff. So we're going to have to uh, increase our budget considerably. Uh, and then in today's culture, finding staff who want to go raise salary and resource money <laughs> is even more difficult than finding staff that are just going to get paid. Right. Um, so uh, I think that's a big one that we could, uh, that God would bring the right people at the right time. Uh, and the resources to be able to bring them on board. Uh, I think those are probably the two biggest prayer needs right now. Uh, so we say, you know, pray, volunteer, and give. Uh, if somebody wants to support and help by coming and being a part of, you know, a camp cleanup crew because we got to clean the building when they leave. Uh, we provide meals for most of those camps, you know, providing, um, you know, a cooking crew. 
uh, for a couple meals or for an entire weekend. Uh, snacks. Uh, you would not believe how much water and granola bars, <laughs> you know, individual bags of potato chips uh, a football team can go through. <laughs> um, so, you know, just having cases of water on hand that, you know, as wrestling camps coming around, we can just pull it out. We don't have to, you know, run to the grocery store and buy that stuff. Uh, that saves our budget for Bibles and, and scholarships. You know, financially, uh, all of our gifts are used for ministry. So the easiest way to do that is to just go to kingsportfca.org and you'll see a donate button. Um, you can hit that donate button and you'll see our staff members. Uh, if you want to donate to the general, you know, fund, then that's mine. Uh, or you can donate to any of the other uh, two, eventually three staff members that will be on there. Um, and that'll go directly into their accounts to help with ministry and salaries for them. Um, you can also write a check and, you know, and pass that along to us at 337 Carter Street in Bluff City. Um, yeah, I'll put this in the show notes for everyone. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Uh, and that, that's an easy way to donate too. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I know that this is going to connect with a lot of people. It definitely did yesterday as well. Um, we love our, our students. We love our kids. And this is just another way to uh, allow the community to love them as well and as they yeah. learn about Jesus. So yeah. I think that's well, what we need to lead with, with all the stuff that teens are dealing with, especially. So a lot more than what I dealt with when I was a young person, which was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but a lot of our young people aren't coming to church now. More and more aren't coming. So organizations that go to where they are uh, with the gospel uh, is so important right now. Absolutely. Well, I really appreciate it. Um, obviously, your passion for this is evident, and I love that God called you out of something you know, that you thought we were doing and uh, brought you into this uh, four years ago and you got many good years ahead, I'm sure. So uh, thank you to you and your family for all being involved on the same mission. I think that's important too. So, Well, thank you for having me and I appreciate you, appreciate Bunker Hill and all they're doing for the kingdom as well. All right. Well, God bless you and we'll be uh, supporting you and praying for you all. You too. Thank right. you. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Real Hill Podcast. Please visit us online at BunkerHillChristian.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Bunker Hill Christian Church. Thanks so much for joining us and be blessed this week.